Welcome back to the Zero Hero Podcast. I am your host, Denny Duma. Uh, if you've been following along, you are noticing that I like uh, sharing our real estate vlogs in the podcast. The purpose of these vlogs is to provide information and add value to our clients and consumers of real estate throughout British Columbia. This one is on the topic of buying first versus selling first. The market is always changing and it's a very complicated formula whether you decide to buy or sell first. There are definitely risks involved on both sides and the purpose of this vlog is to just provide you a little bit of information in the hopes that you make the correct decision. As always, feel free to hit me up on Instagram if you have any questions regarding this topic or anything else that you're hearing in the podcast, Duma. That property you might have to buy first because you don't know when the next one's going to come available. Right. If it's a generic one-bedroom condo and there's one every month, then it might change your, you know, you might sell first because you know what you're going to have to work with and you'll be in a better buying position. Okay. So, so I think just what I want you to do is this section right here, I'm going to, I'm going to set the grounds for the circumstances of the video. Like if you can afford two places, you can buy whatever you want. And if you, if you need to do a separate sale, that's always the way to go. But then I'd like you to roll into, here's what we consider when it, when it comes down to buying or selling first. On the buy side, you know, we want to talk about is your product rare or is it a generic one that's always available? Is the demand high or low? And then provide an example. Okay, so provide an example of the opposite, polar opposites. Provided like, you know, if it, it makes a difference if what you're buying is very rare and doesn't come up often and there's a lot of demand for that versus if it's very generic and there's, you know, there's always something available, you know, so just... That, that's what I want you to do there. And feel free to, if you decide you know, it doesn't roll out well, I can easily jump on that one and switch somewhere else. And then on the sell side, how easy is it to sell? To sell. Okay, so if you, if you go over the rare versus generic, uh, so just sort of the different questions that you, it doesn't have to follow this format, but just think of the questions you would consider asking if they're buying first and if they're selling first. And then I can roll into the tolerance for risk, the inconvenience, the confidence of financing where like, you know, if they're buying first, but they need an ambitious number on their sale, it might be too risky. Hmm. You know, like if, if their place is worth 600 and they need to sell it for 600, um, in order, and they've already bought and they, they only get offers at 580, 590, they might've just put themselves in a tough position. Yeah. So I'll, I'll address that here in some sort of wording. And then, um, if past risk and means finance, then I'd like you to just, uh, talk. So your points will be how rare the product is, how on the buy and on the sell. So but, at the top, we're not really talking about giving advice we're just more asking what are like things to consider or what are you buying versus what are you selling so, yeah yeah things to consider yeah. what are you buying? provide an example of what you mean by that yep. and then it's, it's okay to say that look if, if you're buying something that's rare and in demand we're more likely to understand that buying first might be required you might have to buy first if you're buying if you're thinking of buying something that's not rare readily available yeah and, and demands whatever, then we're less likely to encourage it. So if, if the place is really rare, you have to kind of put more risk on it. Like maybe just address that. Like if the place is rare and it's in demand, 
you, you kind of have to put more risk to go for it to a certain extent, right? right. And then secondly, then, then the next section that I'd like you to go into mm -hmm. after I do my talking is how you would structure an offer on a buy first and then on a sell first. Yeah. Okay, so, you know, how to, so this is item number one for you is questions we ask and, and feel free to provide examples and provide, you know, even, even generic advice that's like loose for those examples. Mm -hmm. Um, like if you have a hard sell, we're going to be less likely to encourage you to buy first. If you're if you're sitting on a three million dollar Burnaby home um, right now, that's a or, you know if you have a hard sell, you can provide an example of what you mean. We're going to be less likely to. But if you have a, a product that's flying off the shelves, then more likely to. Am I doing that part too? Yes, you do buying and selling. Okay, I'll roll into the, the this stuff. So um, and then uh, is this in the frame? Present? So you think of the questions you'd ask and the examples you'd provide and the generic advice you provide with those examples for when it comes to what they're buying and then it also comes to what they're selling on this whole equation of buy first versus sell first. And then when we get into the... Um, I'll, I'll say something that will lead on to yours like if you... If what you're buying and selling passes or if we're okay with the risk um, like I'll, I'll roll into the buy first thing, and I'll roll and uh, and then wait a minute. How do we do this here? One second. If you know this right here might be just the conclusion at the end. I, I can I can I can finish it off with the final message because you'll be talking here and then I just might need to sum up whatever might be still confusing. So I'm so confidence and financing. So what I'll just do is when I finish this little section, Denny, I'll just say, Denny, how about you? How about you discuss how you would structure an offer when it comes to a buy or a sell in these circumstances? Okay. So then you say, well, if you're buying first, long dates. Um, and I, I even put three or four months, whether you want to say that. Just basically, if you're buying first before you sell, long dates. <laughs> if you sell first before you buy, long dates. <laughs> you know? So you can just make it that simple if you want to. But if there's anything else that comes to mind, uh, yeah, fit it in. And if you buy first, get your place, maybe even just make a note, get your place on the market ASAP. Get it ready. During your due diligence, you should be taking photos and getting that place cleaned up so that you can list it immediately. And on the sell side, well, let me know when you're... I think the, the only thing to add to the sales side is after long dates is just make sure you have someone working for you to see everything that you want to buy. Like make sure you're on top of the buying inventory. If you sell first, you want you don't want to miss the next listing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> there should be a little tag. 
saying long dates on a cell is just be on top of the inventory but uh, okay <clears throat> what are, sorry so this is more us asking a client questions is that what yeah. you're wanting this to be yeah things that you consider when you're suggesting advice on buying first versus selling first okay so you want to consider what they're selling and you want to consider what they're looking to buy so what other questions are you asking someone uh, if they're looking to sell first if they're looking to sell first, we are not really rushed. We have time to sell, and we're kind of keeping an eye on what's out there on their buy side, but we really aren't feeling that much pressure if they're selling first. Yeah, I guess the way I've kind of worded this, these are property-related questions. So circumstantial stuff. So you're, maybe here, that's a good distinction point. You're talking about property. I'm talking about circumstances. Pros and cons. <clears throat> Because if they're selling first, this question, how easy to sell, it doesn't really matter. Because if it sells in a week or right. three months, it is, it's not putting any pressure on them. <clears throat> no, no, it's sorry. Right. I'm just yeah. trying to, I'm, yeah. what, what are you wanting me to get out of this? It, it, this is easy. Obviously, when you're buying first, it's easy. Sorry, I broke that up in a weird way that makes sense. But this is basically, if they're buying first, you want to know how easy it is for them to sell. So like this just means the things that you're considering on the buy and sell. Okay. You know, it's not, you're not saying if you decide to sell first, that's not part of the question yet. Okay. This yeah. is only if you decide to buy first, Thank the you. things that you're asking. So it's, on, it's the opposite. So this should be if yeah. you're thinking of selling first. This should be if you're thinking of buying first. Yeah, I guess so, if you want to use it wording. Makes sense. If you're thinking of selling first, well, you want to know what you're buying. Because okay. if it's rare, it's unlikely to come up as soon as you sell. The likelihood of it coming up in those two months or three months is unlikely. I think that's just simplified is if you're going to buy a property before you sell. Like, you can word it however you want, but arguably the whole thing applies to if you're going to buy a property before you sell. Okay. If you're buying first... You can, and the way to address that is just say, look, all the risk really comes into play if you buy before you sell. Yeah. So if you're, if you think that you want to buy before selling, here's the questions that we ask. And um, about your, well, hold on, you're, you're, those are property related questions. Then I'm going to go into circumstance questions about risk and inconvenience and financing. Why don't we? Why don't I do that before? Hold on, let's just make sure you know before we're going. So for me, I'm going to be <clears throat> saying, if considering selling first, we are going to want to know what you're buying. If it's a rare or generic product, if it's a rare product, be prepared to rent because these types of properties don't come up very often. Mm -hmm. But you're going to be in a good position to buy when you see the next one. Uh, if it's a new generic type of property, you will likely have lots of options and often selling first is the recommended choice because you're going to have options as soon as you sell. Is that kind of what you're looking for? I think the way that just kind of taking a step back for a moment, ignoring the way my mess of notes, I think the easiest way to do this is 
I do the first half of the video, assume no subject sale, can't afford two places, so set the tone, address risk, inconvenience, and financing. Okay. And then and then I say, but let's just say you see if you know there's a property on the market that you want to buy, or you know of a property that you want to buy, and you want to consider whether you buy first or sell first, then I pass it over to you. Okay. Okay? So you're addressing the scenario if they want to buy something. Okay. Not if they're um, because you could go just so many different scenarios. So how would I just go through like the, you know, your tolerance for risk. If you can't stand risk and you need certainty, then sell first. If, uh, if you don't like the idea of inconvenience and, and, and the idea of moving to in-between accommodations and the risk is low, like, you know, I'll, I'll address the different scenarios that lead up to it. But I think these questions that you ask are when they, when they found a property they want to buy. Because that, that makes the most sense. If they see something they want to buy, what questions are you asking? Because if they don't see something they want to buy, then then some of these scenarios won't won't really come into play. Okay. I, this might be messy on the first go around, Jen. So we'll, we'll, uh, we might need a couple takes here. Sounds good. Okay. Okay, so you want my side more. You're saying you found something you want to buy, you haven't sold yet. Do I buy or sell first? Yeah. Uh, so if you find something you want to buy, first things we're talking about on the sale side is how easy your property is to sell. Is there lots of inventory that is similar out there? How many days on market are these types of properties typically getting or sitting on for? Um, like, do you want me to say, like, how quickly can you be ready to sell? Uh, do you want me to talk about like, I mean, there's so many different circumstances. Setting conservative expectations for a sale price if you're buying first versus if you choose the option of selling first. Is that property that you like likely going to be available by the time you sell? Uh, how rare or generic is that type of property? And if it does sell, is it a rare property that may not come up for a year or two? Or is it a generic type of property that weekly there are new options for you? I don't think I'd lead into questions that it may not come up for a year or two or, 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 or uh, how long will it take you to get ready to sell. I, I would just have open-ended questions that give the viewer of this the idea of what you're thinking of. Like, so meaning if you found a place that you want to buy, the things that we're looking at, is it rare or are they always available? Um, are you stretching yourself to buy that place or are you doing it in comfort or you're, or, or you know, you're not doing the financial stuff. Sorry. Is it rare? Is it always available? Is the demand for it high? Is the demand for it low? Is it, um, what you have to sell to buy it? Is it easy to sell or hard to sell? And then I think you could address a lot of the, the most impactful situations just by an example, you know, so uh, they're pretty short questions. Like if they're, if they want to buy something before selling and it's a two, a mediocre view, two bedroom inside unit that there's always something available, then that, that would be better to explain in your examples after you go through all these questions, right? Okay. So maybe you have just two examples. Because there's just not that many questions. No, no, there's not many questions. I don't really know the right answer to all this, but I, I would say you want to have... Just the notes that you've said are throwing me off. Yeah. Like you don't want me to give an a rare example that may not come up again. No, I, I want you to give, I want you to just tell, share the questions that are, that you, your thought process on buy versus sell on, like when you're, when you're talking about buying first, 
you're looking at the, what they're purchasing and you're also looking at what they have to sell. So I'm talking about making it concise on the questions that you would, that you ask yourself because really you're not asking them for these questions uh, on, on this part uh, of when you're, when you're considering that advice and then provide two or three examples that highlight the different scenarios. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh, I mean, so I don't know if that's... Somewhat. Yeah. Well, what do you, what do we'll you think of this? Yeah. Uh, we could do a dry run and... Sure, let's see how it goes. Maybe do a dry one? Maybe just record it, Jen, just in case. Okay. <laughs> just in case it's magical right out of the gates. <laughs> how are we positioned here? Uh, good. Is, a, is our plant here in a good spot? Yeah, or is that's it? good. Looks good to me. Whenever you're ready. All right, are we rolling? Yeah. Okay, hold on. I'm mentally prepared. Okay. Hi, folks. I'm James Garbett. I'm here with Denny Duma, and today's video is about buying first or selling first. We have a lot of clients ask us for advice and what to do, and the reality is most people can't afford two properties. They have to sell one to buy one, and that exchange can be pretty complicated for some and easy for others. So the the Scenarios in this video are going to be under the assumption that one, the sellers are not willing to consider a subject to sale offer because if you can do a subject to sale offer, always go that route. And two, uh, we're assuming that you can't afford two properties. So we're trying to do this shift in a way that makes most sense for people that can only afford one place. So some of the questions and things that we look at in these circumstances of uh, uh, making these decisions are around risk tolerance, you know, for our clients. if if an individual can't take on much risk or just gets very stressed out over risk, the idea of buying first without having sold can be quite stressful. So for some people, they rule it out immediately just simply on the stress of, of the financing involved. And there's also the opposite end of that, the inconvenience factor. If you don't like risk and you want to sell first, you may inconvenience yourself by having to move to in-between accommodations. When you sell first without knowing where you're going, the challenge is to match up the dates on the sale with the purchase. So uh, sometimes it works out great and other times there's a need for in-between in short-term accommodations. It's just part of the equation. So if you don't like risk, you may have inconvenience. If you're okay with risk and you buy first, well, when it comes to sell, the hope is that you match up the dates with the buy. Uh, the other thing is the confidence in financing. A lot of the, a lot of the advice that we give it comes down to how much the client is stretching themselves. If they need an ambitious number on the sale to make that purchase happen and there's no room for error, it, it's just often too risky to buy first if the sale price needs to be very high. However, if there's a big buffer there and the, um, our client can, can buy with a very low expected sale price that's much lower than the anticipated market value, then, then often it's not a concern. So how much they're stretching themselves financially always comes into the equation. Those are the circumstances. Why don't we talk about the property aspects, Denny? So in these property aspects, we're going to be assuming that you've found something that you're interested in that uh, you are thinking about buying and talking a little bit about whether you move forward with an offer on the buy side or list your place right away in the hopes that it sells quickly so that you can move on to that property. Uh, so if you're looking to buy first, we want to be looking at how easy your property is to sell. Is it a rare property? Is it a generic property? What is the market doing for those types of properties currently? How quickly will it sell? 
Um, if you are looking to, or you're leaning towards the sell side first in terms of uh, risk, we wanna be looking at what you're buying. How long is that property like, likely to be available? Uh, is it a rare property? Is it a generic property? Are there more properties like that that can be coming up quickly? That sounds stupid. <laughs> it's it's, it's hard. so narrow into like only property questions. That's okay. I'll figure it out. Do you want to rewrite? Rewrite some of your. It's on. All right, why don't we, should we turn it off and restart it? That would be easier for you. Oh, I didn't push the mirror. Hi folks, it's James Garbett here. I'm here with Denny Duma, and today our video is about buying first or selling first when it comes to making a move in real estate. Often our clients are asking us for advice in this department. Most people can't afford to hold two homes and uh, we have to evaluate those situations all very differently depending on the individual, depending on the risks, depending on the properties. So the assumptions for this video are that the sellers will not consider a subject to sale offer because if they will, always go that route. And the other assumption is that the buyer can't afford to hold two places, um, which they can't in most situations. The things that we look at when we're having these conversations with our clients is risk tolerance. So if the individual is stretching themselves on the purchase and it's a higher risk equation, we're less likely to uh, advise selling or buying first. Um, the inconvenience factor as well. Uh, you don't know if you sell, for, oh shoot, you know what? Let's start over again. I'm gonna. Hi folks, it's James Garbett here. I'm here with Denny Duma and today we're doing a video on buying first or selling first when it comes to making a move in real estate. So for this video purposes, the assumption is that the sellers will not consider a subject to sale offer because if they will, always go that route. That's the lowest risk route to take. But um, in the event that they're not, some of the questions that we ask ourselves, and when we're talking, having these conversations with our clients come around risk. You know, are they able to afford two properties? The assumption is usually not. And so how financially secure they are, it comes into that question as well. You know, I rambled here. I didn't want to do that. All right. Good. Do you need water? No, I'm so ready for this. <laughs> okay. Let's do this. Hi, folks. It's James Garvin here, and I'm here with my partner, Denny Duma. And today's video is about buying first or selling first when it comes to making a move in real estate. So the assumption for this video is that the sellers will not consider a subject to sale offer because if they will, go that route. Um, if not, uh, a couple of the questions that we, the conversations we have with our clients around making this decision to buy first really comes around risk, finances, and inconvenience. So when I'm talking about risk, if you buy first, we don't know the sale price of what you have to sell and everyone's in a different financial cir circumstance uh, when it comes to making, oh, you know, I'm just rambling on. Um, let's start that one more time and I just got to make one sec, one sec. Jen, we're really dragging you out on this. Let's set the bar lower for this. <laughs> Hi, folks. I'm James Garbett. This is Denny Duma, and today's video is about buying first or selling first when it comes to making a move in real estate. A lot of our clients are in this dilemma, in these circumstances. They don't know where they're going, and they don't know how to get there, and it is our job to guide them along the way. So, the assumption for this video is you found a place that you want to buy and the sellers will not consider a subject to sale offer. If they will consider a subject to sale offer, always go that route. 
It is low risk. It's the safest way to go. If they won't consider a subject sale offer and you don't know what to do, these are the questions that we're considering. It, risk tolerance. How okay are it with you with the risks involved? Is it a stretch that involves high risk or is it a downsize that involves low risk? Um, financing, you know, back to that risk equation. If you need a certain sale price and that sale price is ambitious, it's, it's very high uh, in order to make the purchase happen, it's quite risky to buy first. So when it, we look at the anticipated sale price, the anticipated buy price and making sure the finances are there. If you can afford to hold two properties, then it's easy. You can buy first because you can afford to hold two if you're okay with the risk and the carrying costs. Um, the inconvenience is the other aspect. Uh, if you don't like high risk, you're likely to have a higher likelihood of an inconvenient move. And what I mean by that is if you buy first, you know the dates that you need to achieve on the sale. If you sell first, you don't know when you're going to find that property to buy or what the dates will be. So if you sell first, you're more likely to have to move twice. If, if you don't find something to buy right away, you need to find in-between accommodations, which can be quite inconvenient for some. However, if you buy first, you know the dates you're trying to target on the sale of your place. And if you have a desirable property, we're often able to match them up and the sale is more smooth. It is a quick, it is a quick move, but you're not moving twice. Anyway, Denny, let's go over some examples here. Uh, looking at the equation as a whole, we're going to be looking at what type of property you'll be buying versus what you have to sell. Um, what we're going to be looking at on both sides is how quickly will the product sell? Uh, do you have a rare or generic type of property that you're going to be selling? And what you're looking to buy, is that a rare property that doesn't come up very often? Or is that a generic two-bedroom condo that you see new listings every week? To explain this a little bit better, I'll give you a few examples. Uh, let's say you're downsizing from a suburb $2 million home. You're looking to go into a 1,200 square foot condo for roughly $800,000 in the suburbs. That $2 million suburb home is a bit of a tricky sell right now. Uh, it may take some time. So buying first, you'd have to be prepared that you may be holding two properties for a month or more. Uh, if you're selling first, that $800,000 condo, there's more of them out there. Uh, so you may just have to be a little bit less picky on the exact unit that you're getting, but there will be more that come up uh, as you are looking. Uh, second example, if you are upsizing the other way around from a two bedroom condo, let's say roughly $600,000 going into a starter home in the suburbs that is, let's say a million to 1.2. That starter home is still fairly active. Uh, they typically don't sit on the market long, uh, but also the same can be said about your two bedroom condo. So buying first you is likely a little bit less risk because your two bedroom condo is going to move fairly quickly, as long as you're realistic about selling expectations. Uh, selling first, your condo is likely going to sell fairly quickly. The inventory of starter homes, especially this time of year, is fairly low. Uh, so you may need to be prepared to rent in the midterm or and, and move twice. The last example I'll give you is um, some properties are very rare, both on the buy and sell side. So if uh, you're looking to buy something that is very rare, you're, you're going to want to be in a good buying position when that next property comes up, which means selling first. 
if you are selling something that is very unique or on a busy street or a difficult sell, you're likely going to want to sell first because you don't know exactly how long that is going to take to sell. Uh, to talk a little bit about what we put in offers to protect clients, whether you're buying or selling first, basically the big thing is long dates on both sides. If you're buying first, we're going to want to give you three to four months to sell your current property. and we're going to want to put those dates close together, meaning that we're going to want to have the possession date the day after or a couple days after your completion date on the buy to give you uh, the best opportunity to not have to move twice. If you are selling first, again, we're going to want long dates, uh, likely three to four months to give you as much time as possible to find your next home. Uh, but in terms of dates, we're going to want to have a gap in between that completion and possession date so that we can fit a sale into those dates so that you only have to move one time. I could see this being a confusing video because there's <laughs> a lot of information, but the big thing to note is every circumstance needs to be, uh, it needs to be considered on individual circumstances. There's no generic answer uh, to this question, buy first, sell first. And there is strategy behind if you do buy first, uh, you know, you want a close completion possession and then when you sell, you want a, a, a bigger gap. The, 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 the juggle of completions on sales and buys and possessions on sales and buys needs to be done by someone that knows what they're doing. Uh, needs to be put some, have thought put into it. Uh, but the overall kind of generic examples that we typically run into when it comes to buy first versus sell first, we find that people that are downsizing are often in a lower risk, high, better financial situation. So they're more likely to be selective about what they buy. They're more likely to buy first and then sell because they're prepared to sit on two properties. Uh, people that are upsizing to their first house are stretching them, themselves. They have high financial risk there. They're more likely to sell first because they need to know to the penny what they have to make that buy happen. But the opposite of that is a hot market versus a cold market. In a hot market, everything sells and everything's really predictable in, in most cases. And we find in hot markets, people are often buying first, then selling because the predictability of the sale is better. And in a down market, well, people are often selling first or getting more likely to get a subject to sale offering. Hopefully that makes sense. There's a lot here. Talk with your realtor or give us a call if you want it. your particular situation evaluated. Thank you for watching. I'm James. This is Denny. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> How long was that? <laughs> Seven minutes. I was going to say eight minutes. Okay. Um, how do you feel about that? I think pretty good. Good enough? Yeah? Good. I mean, I don't know until it's out there. I'm but glad you threw in like down market up. Yeah, busy marketing came to me as you're talking. You know, like we don't. I think that I think the stumbling points or the viewpoints were probably. I mean, it's a hard topic to really get all the things. So I think I think that's probably good enough. Okay. Let's move on to the next.